Michelangelo once said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Welcome to Life Talk with Jesse Meester. As an international actor, entrepreneur, and world traveler with millions of followers, Jesse seeks to speak and learn from the most insightful, successful people in the world, sharing love and life together. This is Life Talk, and this is your host, Jesse Meester. Welcome to another episode of Life Talk. I'm here with my good friend, George Wohar. We go way back. And we started our journey in this actually September 22nd, 2019, where you, George, interviewed me for the last time. I'm very honored to have you on my podcast now and um, to see all the great things you've been doing. Now having a girlfriend, just finished Kokoro, which we're going to dive right into. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. And I'm very happy to see you again. Thank you for having me on, man. Looking forward to catching up and going over what, going over what this journey has entailed. For sure. Yeah. So the last time we spoke, George, um, we talked about business and where we are and what success is. What has changed since 2019? What, what, what's different now and where are you? So a lot has changed since 2019. 2019, I was living in Brooklyn. Mm. Three other roommates out there. We had a nice little pad in Brooklyn, the castle, we called it. Since then, I mean, then I took a little trip to Bali. I was in Bali for a couple months. Then everything with COVID happened. And I ended up moving to Jersey, buying a house out here in Jersey, stepping into, always stepping into the next level of expansion and next level of growth. Like that's what I'm always about. Expansion, 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 every step of the way. So those next steps for me, buying a house, buying a couple multifamily houses in Jersey, then getting, getting into a relationship with an amazing woman who was everything that I was looking for. My ideal woman, being able to lock that in. And just continuously growing, continuously stepping into new levels, business continuously growing, new employees for the business, just continuously up, upgrading and scaling everything the way that I should be on this journey of growth that I'm on. That's amazing, man. Um, yeah, I remember the castle, uh, which I was very honored to visit. And um, just for everyone listening right now and to give a little bit of background, it's it's like it was very inspiring, actually, because I came there uh, as a European and I saw all these uh, entrepreneurs together brainstorming and, and, and like motivating each other. And I, I was like, this is incredible. Like, this is such a good way to uh, be together and like in, in this great house in Brooklyn and also very close to um, to Manhattan, which which is usually where I worked and where I had my meetings and my masterminds and all that. Um, so that was a very good time. I really missed that, to be honest. Um, it, was a, it was definitely a fun time. A yeah, that was. Business yeah. growth, a lot, of, a lot of cool things. And what, what is your main thing, George? Because back then when I met you, I remember you were doing courses and you were selling them. And uh, were you doing e-commerce too? No, no e-commerce. Yeah. So the main thing I do is we have trainings for men in their 20s and early 30s, coaching trainings for men to help them. What we do is we essentially help them with their mindset. Believe, believe, begin, build, become are the stages that we take them through. They need to develop the belief system in order to, their main objective is to be able to quit their jobs and build their businesses or just to build their businesses because they already quit their jobs. So we help them rewire their mind and reprogram their identity, create a completely new identity so they can step into the version of themselves that's required in order to be empowered in everything that they do. 
So yes, the money, the business, that's the cool part of it. That's what we help them do, but really being able to empower themselves. So they become a much greater version of who they are. That's what I'm about in all areas of my life. Why I did Kokoro, which is something we're going to talk on, but this is what it's all about. Being able to have men empower themselves to a degree where anyone can rely on them, where they are in that position, where they are just leading the way for themselves and for others around them. That's incredible, man. Um, yeah, I remember where you sat in your room, actually you stood in your room and you were standing there in front of the camera recording these videos. Um, I highly recommend uh, to check out uh, George. Uh, his Instagram is also very inspiring and see what he does. Um, the majority of my listeners, um, and I'm talking like 84% is women, mm-hmm. um, US-based and Canada as well. Shout out. Um, and the rest, like, of course, rest of the world. Um, but that's the main base and, and listeners. Um, are there programs for them to is it Because do you provide like things for, for, uh, for women? Yeah. So we do have women that work with us. Mm-hmm. Our main demographic is men. Yeah. It's all essentially the same things. Exactly mm-hmm. what you're going through. Believe, begin, build, become. Yeah. Your belief leads to your actions. Your actions lead to your results. So reprogram your identity and reprogram your belief system is the same for every human being. Being able to dive into your pains, the stories. One of the main things that we do is gaining power from pain. Not just mm-hmm. like, let me look at the pretty picture and paint what I'm grateful for and all these amazing things. And like, this is all amazing. Everything's amazing. Now you got to actually get real with yourself too and look at where the challenges are in your life so you can overcome them so you can use that as your fuel so yeah it's essentially what we do is for everyone but our main demographic and who we focus on are those guys in that demographic that's amazing i was actually before this podcast i was having a conversation with my uh, with my partner and um he said jesse uh, he lives in dubai and he's he's like jesse come to dubai like you know you don't pay taxes and like what are you doing in europe um and he said my businesses started thriving once I stopped drinking alcohol. And I was wondering, now I hear you speak about like, you know, lifestyle and I see your energy right now and I feel it. And I remember like the same from 2019. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you, do you drink? And, and what, like, because I believe it's low frequency. And I just said to my partner, I said, you know what? I might stop drinking altogether because I am these social events and I'm with this billionaire and these people and these, you know what I mean? Like, it's very easy to just grab a wine. And, and then I was just in Russia, like a few days ago and like, Oh, here, take a shot, man. You know, how it goes like, Hey, what's up, bro? Like, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? So alcohol, 1000% lowers your frequency, lowers your vibration. I actually have a video on YouTube somewhere talking about how it lowers your vibration. It gets you on that, on that, I forget exactly what that there's a vibrational scale though. And there's a certain point where alcohol brings you down to. So it definitely does. And it has an effect on you overall, waking up your energy levels, everything of that sort. I actually went seven years without alcohol, no alcohol at all. Seven years, freshman year of college. I was getting drunk, blacking out, doing all these crazy things. I was then looking at myself after one of the parties, I took a picture of myself. It was like, I opened up my closet door. There was like a little mirror on it in my dorm room. I took a picture of myself. I then thought I was going to think that picture was cool. I was going to like post it on social media or something. This was back in 2012. I looked at it and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, what the fuck is going on with my life? I sat on the corner of my bed. I had my hands in my head. I remember the fluorescent lights just beaming down on me and just feeling the heat from them, laying there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what's that next step? And I heard that voice in the back of my head. It said, put an end to it all. Put an end to it all. What does that mean? The alcohol, the drinking, the drugs, end it all. And from that point on, I was like, I'm done. Cut it all out of my life completely. Wow. Yeah. So for seven years, I did that. Now, after Kokoro, which yeah. we're going to get into, we'll get deeper into that. 
But one of the things was me allowing myself to not be so boxed in. I've gained an extreme level of control over myself and I know I'm aware of what I'm doing, when I'm doing things. So I did start drinking a little bit since then. Whiskey mm-hmm. sour is like my go-to drink now. I've only, and the quick horror was a couple of weeks ago. So I've had a couple of drinks here and there, allowing myself to step into that. But again, seven years of just focus, no alcohol allowed me to increase my vibration to the level where just like, you just shine, man. And you become unstoppable. And the discipline is, is insane. That's what my friend just said. He said, my man, I, I was like, I'm going to have a drink here and there. Like, kind of like, you know, how I live my life. I'm like, that should be okay. You know, my, 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 my body and liver can handle that. Like my energy is pretty high, but then like, you kind of like get into this flow and is this frequency that your subconscious gets affected without you even realizing like, you know, and it's like, why do I even get to that? Why do I even allow myself to do that? And my friend said, like, basically what you just said, like my frequency started rising more and more. My business started, my mental clarity, you know, my, 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 the way I, I communicated and the same is with fasting, right? I wrote a book on it intermittent fasting um it helped so many people and it allowed me to win the dutch fitness awards in 2018 um because that method was so successful and i used it with applied psychology so i'm like you know being very self-aware and asking yourself these questions like do i really need this to like you know get a little buzz or make me feel a certain way or can i reach that through who i am through my higher frequency through meditation so it's interesting that you went seven years without that, man. Respect. Seven years, I yeah. appreciate it. And it's yeah. fun, man. Like, and you can go out and still enjoy yourself. So many yeah. people think, like, I can't enjoy myself. I can't go out. Yes, you can. And I looked at it as a challenge and a test of myself. Can I enjoy myself and can yeah. I be the life of the party without me drinking alcohol? And a thousand percent, you can be. I'm on the dance floor, break dancing, dancing. Everyone else is hammered doing it. I'm like, I'm feeling great. I wake up yeah. the next day, I feel amazing. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's, it, it is, it's powerful, man. It's powerful when you set yeah. that you just start to test it out because like you're the observer at that point instead of being the participant in life and this is what i always talk about being able to step back and be the observer and see things going on and place the pieces this goes there this goes there instead of being like the chess piece you're the chess master and you're looking at it from a completely different degree yeah very true and then um kokoro um you you just can, can you explain a little bit what it is because i've looked on it on google and there's not much known about it. As you know, I have a spec ops background, military background, where I did similar trainings that reminded me of what you did in a lot of ways. And I kind of like what you did is the American American way. Um, can, can you explain what Kokoro is and what it stands for? Yeah. So Kokoro is it's essentially known as the hardest training in the world for civilians. Mm-hmm. Hardest training in the world. It was to prepare guys to go into BUDS, which is Navy SEAL training. There's a 20% pass rate, I believe, at BUDS, and 80% of the guys who do Kokoro first pass. So the reason why I did it, Kokoro, what it means is blending the heart, the mind, and the spirit into action. So moving your heart, mind, and spirit into action. It's a physical thing. It's 53 hours of insane physical training the entire time. No sleep, nonstop. You're go, 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 go the entire time. You have surf torture where you're laying out in the water. The waves are splashing over you. Hikes, seven hours long, 17 mile hikes going up 4,000 feet elevation with, with weight on your back, with weapons in your hand and, and boots on and stuff. Feet are covered in blisters. Like you're going the entire time. Workouts, beat downs out in the hundred plus degree weather. The most powerful part about it is, again, it's blending your heart, mind, and spirit. After the first two hours, your body's done. Like the whole thing is like, listen to your body. This is one of the texts I was getting from everyone before I did it. 
George, good luck. Make sure to listen to your body. I'm like, I can't listen to my body. My body's going to tell me to stop immediately. And it does. It shuts yeah. down. Yeah. We had 42 guys signed up, 25 guys showed up and it's not cheap. It's $3,200 or $3,300 to, to do it. But 17 or what is it? I don't know the math off the top of my head, but 42 signed up, only 25 showed up. So all those guys who didn't show up were like, fuck this. I can't do it. It's too, it's too much. They backed down before they even started. 16 guys passed, nine guys dropped. Within the first 30 minutes, three or four guys dropped immediately. Boom, 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 boom. Then over the rest of the period of time, other guys were dropping off. But it's amazing because what happens to you throughout this experience is you evolve and you take yourself to levels that you didn't understand were possible. You think you got like working out for 53 hours straight, hardcore training in the blazing sun with all this gear on and everything. Like we can't do that. It's impossible to the, to the human body but it is possible. And you start to see what you're truly capable of. And it helps you to take step into that next version of yourself that you're looking to step into. What they say is there's life before Kokoro and there's life after Kokoro. And I totally agree because your mind and everything is set up on a whole new way. How did you prepare for this? So there's a, it's called eight weeks to seal fit. There's a, mm -hmm. a specific training that I did. Now I feel like I always, when I was doing one of my workouts, it popped up in my mind. It's like, I've been training for this my whole life for the last Seven years, when I got very dedicated, I dropped out of college. I started studying the mind on a completely different level. I got my nutrition on a completely different level. Intermittent fasting is something I've been doing for the last seven nice. years. My training has been on, a, on, a, on an incredible level. I heard about Kokoro six years ago, but I wasn't ready for it yet. I was doing a meditation five months ago. My girlfriend, she does a bunch of leadership stuff. She was stepping into the next level of leadership for herself, the next level of growth for herself. And I was like, it's time for me to step into another level of expansion. I dropped into my meditation. I was like, what's that next step for me? And the voice spoke, Kokoro. I was like, oh shit, it's time to go, time to go. And I saw it as a final cap to the last seven years of just this, this life of massive discipline and strictness that I've been living. I saw this as that final cap, as that final piece, that final thing of completion that I needed to step into, to step into the next level of my life. That's incredible, man. Because I, guys, every, everybody listening, I was with George in 2019. We kind of like lived together for a little bit when I was there and we worked out and I saw your workout. It's very strict and regimen. Like even back then, my man, you were like sprinting, meditating like every day oh. and, and not just weight training or in the gym. No, we went to parks together and I was like, just sprinting man and then we we sat down for like half an hour just meditating yeah and it's powerful man and like that's that's that stage and that's that thing that a lot of people don't do it's like yeah we got the exercise too which is so powerful like yeah. train your body your body is a weapon weaponize yeah. your body but you also have to weaponize your mind that yeah. inner sizing like you needed the that is something that a lot of people avoid they're too busy they don't have the time they don't know how to do it it's too much it's esoteric Allow yourself to get into meditations. Allow yourself to be with yourself. Allow yourself to listen to that voice that's speaking through you for those next action steps that you get to take. Because when you do, when you get really in tune with that, you get in tune with that inner, inner voice, that's when things become very simple. That's when life, the moves that you need to make, the actions that you need to take become very clear and very simple. Do you still meditate consistently? Every day. That's Every insane. Day. Wow. Okay, I'm going to be honest, and I think vulner being vulnerable is the way to grow. I find it extremely difficult to remind myself because, you know, you, you know how you get busy with the flow of the day and like business and, oh, wait, I need to meditate. 
like like what would you recommend for everybody that's like yeah i know i have to meditate every day but i kind of like forget or you know like ah today is okay never mind what how do you what do you recommend it's easy to justify and put it off and be like ah i'm not gonna do it start your day with it start your day with it one it's gonna set your mind up don't lay in bed and do it because you're gonna fall back to sleep a lot of people be like oh yeah i meditated what do you mean bro you're snoring the whole time you were meditating <laughs> but get up what i recommend is get yeah. up do like a little five minute workout to get your blood flowing a little bit a little two minute workout or go outside in the sun highly recommend it go out sit in the sun in the morning if it's if the sun's out when you wake up or if you wake out up earlier i don't know but go out in the sun, allow yourself just to do a nice little, uh, even if it's something small to get started, five, 10, 15 minute meditation. I do 20 minute meditation, get started, get on track or have the accountability. I started meditating seven years ago with headspace. It's like five minutes for five days, 10 minutes for 10 days, 15 minutes for 15 days, start to build the momentum and you get mm-hmm. to check it off when you do it. So it creates some accountability within yourself as well. What do you think about couples meditation? Like I do it with my partner. Uh, we meditate together. Like we, we sit next to each other. We usually go to nature. Actually, we go to a little park or we, because we love, we are very um, in tune with nature and uh, you know, the, the, the water or the higher frequencies. Um, so we can really elevate. Um, do you think that is, is a way to go? And is that better than doing it alone? I love that. I love, I wouldn't say it's better, but it's definitely another option. It's another mm. thing to do because you're getting very in tune with your partner at that point in time yeah. as well. You guys are in this extremely peaceful place. When you're in your meditation, it's like this extremely vulnerable place where you mm-hmm. just open yourself up. So when you guys are together, like that energy that you guys are able to feel moving back and forth through each other and just being there in that headspace, very powerful. Highly recommend to do that. You have a partner, meditate with your partner, be there, sit there, do the meditations. But I would also recommend to meditate by yourself as well, because you're going to have different thoughts and you're going to be taking mm-hmm. up and picking up on different energies and different things when you're with someone and you're with someone else. Because when you're yeah. meditating with someone, like you're going to pick up on their energy while you're with yeah. them sitting. We start usually alone. And then, then like after like five or 10 minutes, we, we connect together and then we meditate. And anyone that's listening, guys, I highly recommend it um, because you also kind of like, you know, remind each other like, hey, we got to, we got to like, you know, got to go meditate. And um, yeah, I think what you just said, like in the morning, of course, like that way you can really like be consistent and, you know, folks, but, you know, to be honest, my, my morning routine is, um, is a little different, um, you know, and, and I think if you gotta, you gotta find a way that works for you. Like, like for me, usually after the workout, and that's what we did in 2019 too, uh, George, after the workout, we meditate. Yeah. Um, and, and not in the morning. And I think that has always been working for me. And I think if you are an early riser, which I'm not, I'm a late, uh, late riser, very creative at night and in the evening, then, um, I think it, it would work great. You know, in the morning you, you get your body working and then you meditate and you get on with your day. I think that's a good, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, like you said, find what works best for you. Yeah. There is no one size fits all. Yeah. Mess with different things. I'm always messing with different things. I was meditating mm-hmm. the afternoon after I got done working out. Like I'm always messing with different things to yeah. see what works best. And I'm meditating in the morning and at night. Mess with it. See what works best for you. What feels best. What's most in tune with you. And go with that. Then it's probably going to change up after a year or a couple months. But allow yourself to flow with it as well. Don't be so forceful. True. And what if you look back now, right? Last time I saw you in 2019, like how do you look back now? after meditating consistently, what, what has meditation given you? It has given me the ability to actually feel and receive the answers 
that I truly desire to receive. And I'll elaborate on that a bit. So for example, like I can drop into a meditation and whatever it is that I'm looking for. Like I was building out an eight week course for one of my programs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build out an eight week training. I'm thinking it's going to take me a couple of weeks to do it, build it out, whatever. I drop into my meditation, clear that that's what I'm looking to do. Within the first couple of seconds of my meditation, the answers just start downloading. And I stay with it. I'm not going to stop because I'm getting some answers. I'll stay in that meditation for all the 20 minutes. By the time I got done with this 20 minute meditation, I had all the eight weeks for the program downloaded in my head. All I had to do was take out a piece of paper and just jot it all down. So now I'm able to receive the answers that I'm looking for. And there was something else that I added to this component to be able to do so. And what this was, was me allowing myself to speak the truth. So because I became a vet, I say I became a vessel of truth because I'm allowing myself to be extremely vulnerable. No more lies of omission or lies of commission. Lies of commission are things that you tell. Lies of omission are things that you hold back. I got allowed myself to be very vulnerable, speaking on things, different subjects and different things that happened in my life. My dad being in and out of jail and on drugs when I was younger. My One of the girls I was dating in college having an abortion. like All these things that I felt guilty and shameful about that I held on to, I allowed myself to express them, going on Facebook Live and talking about them. And I realized the more truth that I spoke out into the world, the more truth I was able to receive Mm -hmm. from that voice, from God, from the universe, whatever it is that you consider. And the answers just start downloading more and more and more. Even if you're telling like those little white lies and those little tiny things where like you're exaggerating things a little bit, like that's holding you back. But when you allow yourself to go, like I used to exaggerate things a little bit. And I started to go, like, let's say I benched 225 pounds for five reps. I would say like, I benched 225 pounds for six reps. Like there's that little exaggeration. It's like, why do we do it? I don't know. Do we feel we're not worthy? But then I'll call myself out. Yeah. It's like, what's the reason for it? Mm -hmm. Then I would call myself out and I'd be like, I just told you I did six reps. I actually did five reps. And then I started feeling like an asshole. I'm like, what am I doing this for? So that put me on the chopping block. So now my mind automatically goes to truth, 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 truth. And obviously there's times and plates for being real and being relevant, but like allow yourself to be real, allow yourself not to hold yourself back, Mm -hmm. hold back lives or hold on to things that you feel guilty or shameful about, because it's all just experiences that we went through. And let's, let's um, talk about love a little bit, because this, this after all is life talk. We talk about business, love and everything. Um, How has your partner enhanced your life and you hers? Every area of my life has been enhanced. So one thing with myself is I was always very strict mm-hmm. and I always held myself back. And I wish I had this list in front of me. I had it somewhere over here, the list of all the qualities that I wanted. I don't know exactly where it's at, but one of the things was allowing me to step into joy and opening me up to like the joy, the happiness and the freedom of my life. Even though I've had my businesses for the last, since I was, I don't know, since I was 20 years old. So for the last seven years, had my own businesses, working online, able to travel, able to do anything. I always kept myself so strict and like so boxed into things the my girlfriend has allowed me to step into that next level of life where i'm actually open and enjoying things more where i'm having more fun where i'm laughing more where i'm traveling more and doing more things outside of just this box i Mm -hmm. kept myself in where i'm actually enjoying life the way that i truly want to enjoy it and it's been such a beautiful ride and even causing me to up level and upgrade because the things that she's doing like me taking out kokoro was because she was stepping into another leadership thing and i felt like that was the next step for me so all areas of my life are being enhanced and it's, and it's very cool to see and very cool to step into to this next stage of my life that I was working towards for the past seven years. And she, she, she is an entrepreneur too. Correct. Uh, is she in a similar business field or is, is she doing something else? Yeah. So she's, so she leads, so she's business isogenic. She's inside mm-hmm. of in isogenics and it's a supplement company. So yeah. what it is essentially, it's like 
it's um, like a sales company, uh-huh. for, and, but she has a whole team under her. She's leading for, for all these women that are under her. So yeah. she has this team of amazing, amazing women who she's leading for men under her in her team as well. This past weekend, she was speaking on stage at the event. So me being able to be there, seeing her speak on stage and share the message and like yeah. speak about things that I speak about too. And just hearing that it's, it's incredible, man. It's so incredible. That's beautiful, man. I love that. I love that. So you, you guys kind of like do similar things, but you have your businesses separate. You don't do things together. Right. And we're doing things together. So with that business, like, yeah. So I'm moving into that side of things as well for Ah, that's a topic. Yeah. So getting into that as well. So I have my business and now moving into that stage of things because what she has going on in that business, it's like, it's a very powerful, profitable business, the residual income and what you're able to bring in. Like this past weekend, I was talking to all the multimillionaires that were at the event and the residual income that they're creating for themselves. So now I'm stepping into that side of the business as well. That's amazing, man. I love that. Yeah. Um, let me see real quick because uh, I have one more question to go. Um, and that is, uh, did you reach whether it was Kokoro or before, but a, a breaking point which elevated you to the man who you are now? Yeah. I would say there were a lot of breaking points throughout my journey. Mm-hmm. Going back, like my dad being in and out of jail and on drugs when I was growing up, like yeah. that caused me to see like the reason why I do this bit, why I have power and purpose this business is because I saw he, he didn't take responsibility for himself. Mm-hmm. I saw his lack of responsibility, his lack of discipline, how that affected myself or his children and everyone else in his life. And I wanted men to be empowered, to be able to step up and have the discipline and take the action and be the responsible men that they need to be to be able to lead the way. So that was one thing that was huge for me. Next breaking point big catalytic breaking point was when I was in college and the girl I was dating had an abortion. Now that took a toll on me and I started partying, doing drugs and drinking. And I sedated for a while with that. I sedated with, with the alcohol and the partying. Then I sedated with just working out 24 seven, two days a week, cooking all my meal, like just insane, just like yeah. blocking everything else out and just doing that. Then I sedated with work. So I would start to build up my businesses and then I would shut it all down and move on to something else and start to build it up, get it to a very good point place and shut it down. 21 years old, making over $15,000 per month, $25,000 per month at 21 years old. And then I would just burn it all down and go, Oh, I'm done. And I was like, and I didn't know why I was doing it, but I felt guilty and shameful. So I was holding on to that. So that was another breaking point, the big breaking points. And then even when I first moved to Brooklyn, there were three months, the very first, when I first moved there. So this was after you came in, I believe September. And I think we moved there in like March or February or something Mm. for the first like two or three months. Like I felt burnt out. I was living in Manhattan the year before that. I was only getting two hours of sleep per night. Working 24 seven, just go, 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 working, networking, doing all these things. I moved to Brooklyn. I was burnt out. I stopped pretty much taking all the action I was taking. And I felt like lost. And like, I didn't know what was going on. I'd wake up in the morning, just scroll through social media on my phone and just do nothing with myself. And then just waking myself up and realizing, like looking at myself and asking myself, like, what are you truly doing? What are the results that you're getting? What, where are you, why are you holding yourself back right now? And the way that I'm able to keep myself on track now is by setting these targets for myself every 90 days. I have this new game I'm playing for each area of my life and certain objectives that I need to hit. And every single week I'm checking in with myself to make sure that I'm on track. And this keeps me going. This keeps me alive and sparked up to continue to grow and continue to excel. That's amazing, man. Um, in the meantime, uh, I have my Patreon open, which is a little exclusive members only page where we kind of like I share, I pre-announce my guests that I'm having on. And a question just came in. Um, if you use uh, like drugs, like weed or anything to, to enhance uh, who you are, but also your business, et cetera. Yeah. So I've only done, I've done ayahuasca once in my life and I've done shrooms once in my life. 
I did it to, I did. You don't smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I actually, when I was in college for that seven year period, I said, I'm going to stop. I stopped doing drugs and I stopped alcohol. I stopped smoking weed. I stopped all that. And I probably smoked weed like three times since then, but it was weird. I started getting into this weird, like mental state in college when I started smoking weed. And it was, I started in high school. I started smoking weed when I was 14 or 15 years old, like really young college sophomore years when I stopped because I started like just seeing all like these, I don't know. I started like pre like over judging myself and like yeah. way, getting really inside of my head. Probably done, I've done it a couple of times since then, but yeah. weed's not my thing. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So, so your, your answer is like, not at all. Like you don't no. use any, like just, wow. Okay. High on life, man. I'm high on life. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like a, a lot of times and people think like we're in business and you know, we see it around us. Like I have entrepreneurial friends that use this, that to like, enhance their their abilities or to be more creative but like it's already in us you know Mm -hmm. but like society around us is like putting all these subconscious beliefs and and this idea that we need something to elevate Mm -hmm. it's in us we need to seek it yeah yeah exactly because it's it's hard for us to sit in silence and listen to our thoughts and be with our thoughts and meditate and do these things it's easy to pop some pills or or take some shrooms or or drink some ayahuasca like it's easy to do these things but like allow yourself to be with yourself all those things are little hits like yeah you'll smoke the weed or you'll drink the alcohol and you'll kind of feel okay in that moment of time but you're bringing yourself down when you allow yourself to meditate and you allow yourself to, to cultivate that energy within yourself and you allow yourself to do these things, you're elevating yourself every step of the way. There is no more downs. You're just elevating, elevating, elevating. Exactly. And this is why, again, like uh, Les Brown says, only quality people by like surrounding yourself with the right people like George and then, you know, the castle that we, that we had in Brooklyn, like that is the way to go because you want to be around those people that understand that because society is not going to do it for you. School is not going to, the people that you're meeting, the people, especially when you go out to parties, and I'm sorry to say, but it's the truth. And we see it happening. And that's why a lot of children and youngsters and people that are in vulnerable positions, they get in trouble and they think that's the way to go. Oh, let me be social. That's where it starts or something like that. But anyway, man, um, is there something for for the people here in, 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 uh, part of the podcast and listening um, that you want to share before we um, end this? Is there something that you want to give? And, and, and um, so just to what you were saying, yeah. it's easy to get caught up in the noise. It's yeah. easy to get caught up in what you, what you think you should be doing or what other people say you should be doing in the opinions of other people. It's easy, but allow yourself to listen to that still voice inside of you. Allow yourself to actually be in the silence and listen to your true desires and your true calling, what it is that you truly want to do. Because when you allow yourself to step into that, the world opens up to you. The universe bends over backwards for you and you start to achieve and get the results of everything that you wanted. Especially, I know even with women, like there's a, with women, especially, there's a lot of like, I need to live up to this expectation. I need to do this and I need to do that. Allow yourself to truly listen to who you are. You're going to be judged no matter what. People are going to say things to you no matter what. People are going to call you out, do this, do that, think whatever, no matter what. Allow yourself to do what you truly feel called to do. And if you don't know what that is, get in tune with yourself. Quiet out the noise a bit. Put social media down a little bit. Stop watching Jesse so much. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, watch out what you say, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, no. No, it's true. It's true. Ask yourself, are you a consumer right now? Or are you somebody that's a creator? Like use social media the right way. You know, don't watch my shit too much. Don't watch 
anyone's shit too much. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you see a highlight reel, but you also see a lot of other noise that can really affect you subconsciously. And I, I, um, I think people should be more conscious of that. hundred percent. Thank you so much for sharing that, man. Yeah. Turn to the things that inspire you. Yeah. Jesse inspires you. He has his posts, his, his written words, seeing him traveling. Like, yeah, that's inspirational. So use it as fuel. Tune into it to get that inspiration. But all there's so much garbage out there. Don't don't get so caught up and so consumed by that. Look look at what inspires you and allow yourself to lead your path and lead your journey and lead your life the way that you truly desire to. Love that, man. Where can people find you on social? So Facebook George Wohar George Wohar on Instagram George Wohar four. Is it George Wohar four? I think so. I yeah. think yeah 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 it is yeah yeah, yeah. I, I remember George Wohar four on Instagram. Uh, if not, I'll put it in the description as well. Um, George, I'm so happy that you know we were able to uh, to do another podcast after two years. This time uh, on my podcast, and um, I look forward to doing it more with you and not let three years go by. Um, I think we should do one at least uh, every year. Um, and um, yeah, thank you so much for everything that you shared. And um, again, we're gonna do this more, and we're gonna touch on a lot of more and different topics. Love it. So grateful for you, brother. And I hope everyone listening got some good stuff out of this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Life Talk with Jesse Meester. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. And if you want to be the next guest, please apply by filling in the contact form on jessemeester.com or DM Meester Store on Instagram. Till next time, keep sharing love and life.